0: Hey guys, Dane here with the Dark Room Podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. In today's episode, I chat with Zachary. Walters, photographer for Ed Sheeran and currently with him on his Divide tour. I caught up with Zach while he was in Uruguay and we got to chat about his life leading up to picking up a camera, switching gears from graphic designer to full-time photographer when he got the phone call from Ed and what it's like to be on tour with one of the biggest musicians in the world. So sit back, relax or however you prefer to listen to this and please enjoy a conversation with Zachary Walters. Welcome to the Dark Room Podcast, where you'll get to hear from the best full-time creators on the planet. From starting out to where they are now and everywhere in between. Welcome to the Dark Room. Zachary Walters, thank you so much, man, for giving me the time.
1: No worries. Pleasure.
0: So where, where first off, where are you in the world right now?
1: Um, Montev- Montevideo in uh, Uruguay yeah, uh, we got here. Yeah, we got here like yesterday, day before yesterday.
0: Unreal. Okay, yeah. and, and, and when you say we, we are talking to the man behind the camera that is always pointed at Ed Sheeran. And actually, Ed Sheeran's birthday was last night, right, or yesterday?
1: Oh, not, yeah, not last night. Like three days ago. Three days ago. Yeah, we're, we're, we're still in Brazil. We're in uh, Porto Alegre
0: okay, and then okay. So there yeah. is there is a picture on Ed Sheeran's Instagram account, and it is hilarious. So it's there's there's a bunch of balloons around Ed's face, and there's a cake <laughs> like right in front of his face. And but but the face that he is making while he's staring at his cake that has this like gigantic flare that probably is way past regulation code of like a flare size on a cake. Yeah, that picture man is so funny. I love how his birthday he kind of treated it just like a. Like you know, just put a few balloons in the corner. It seems seems like yes. it was just like a fun little like random you know one off.
1: Yeah, so we got we got into his dressing room and it was actually his birthday on the show and like his dressing room was like full of balloons. Like the promoter and the tour manager had probably just filled his. And then we were like, "Oh, this could be really. We could do a really funny picture here." <laughs> and then, so we got a cake, and then we sort of like shot a shot with him for a little like for like fifteen minutes, just doing some weird. Like one of the one of the faces he did was um a, like crying baby at Disneyland like but it didn't kind of come off as well but we had, there's lots of outtakes that I'm sure a lot of people would want to see in these but this one was the funniest definitely
0: yeah so i mean is is that the type of birthday where you guys are kind of hanging out and having a good time and partying for his birthday before and after or do you just kind of make it for the show
1: no nice like, so we like that was just like before the show and then after the show we decided like, yeah had a little party and stuff with um all the
0: crew and yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, man. So what I find so yeah. fascinating about you and about, you know, being Ed Sheeran's photographer is that there's at least to my count, there's at least 27 million people in the world, which is a ton that have seen your work that may not realize that it's your work, but, but, yeah. you know, because of Ed's following and now because of your, your following, which is, which is huge, you know, it, it's, it's gotta be wild that, that so many eyes are seeing your photos, but also like that, there's got to be like a weird added pressure to to editing and shipping and sending those photos, no? Um, a, a little bit,
1: but Ed's Ed's so chilled about everything that it's not like we need to get this to too many likes or we need to do this. It's sort of just like let's have fun with it, and if it like turns out, it you know turns out funny, it does kind of thing, or if it turns out re- looking really good, it's, you know. Yeah, there's like no pressure to it at all? Like he's such a chilled uh, guy that's just yeah, yeah, just really fun, always fun.
0: I feel like that's the best way to be, because if you like, if you micromanage too much, you know, if like certain artists just like have to have, you know, every detail be perfect, and no, we can't, you know, offend anybody on this picture or this picture or that, then like it just gets yeah. too, it gets too organized and it gets too just like commercial, you know, like people want yeah, to see the detail. fun. exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a, there's a date that I want to say, and it's a date last year, and I want to I want to see if you remember what happened on this date, March second. <laughs>
1: 2018 Uh, does that have been the the start of the tour?
0: Oh, okay. So, so, okay. We're close to exactly what I was looking for. Okay. That is the first (laughs) post that you put up on your Instagram account. Okay. March 2nd, 2018. Yeah. That was kind of exploded. Dude. That was like, I mean, (laughs) that, that was just a year ago. Not even. Yeah. So
1: that's pretty mad. mad
0: did when you think about it? Dude, it's so wild, man. <laughs> um so so before that, like before we get into like the beginning of you and, and meeting Ed and, and just that whole whole deal, like did you have an Instagram Were you shooting? Like what what was pre Ed Sheeran?
1: So I had a I had an Instagram. But I still and I still have that Instagram. It's like I just have like a bit of a private one that's just um you know just friends and family. Okay. Um but basically I didn't I didn't start off as a photographer. I was working as a graphic designer in uh, London and in New York. And I'd kind of like have a camera occasionally and shoot tiny bits, but mainly that was kind of like shooting for presentations for graphic design work rather than shooting people or anything like that. And then, yeah, so I was working in New York and then, um, yeah, kind of Ed asked me if I wanted to kind of come on tour with him and shoot some stuff for his Instagram and, then like two months later, three months later, I'm um, you know, I'm in Australia with him doing exactly that. So
0: <laughs> how did you how did you guys meet?
1: Uh so we we actually go way back. We actually went to school together. Oh, so cool. we've we've grown up we've grown up with each other. So like we're like best friends. And yeah he, he also employs like I'm not the only friend he employs on tour he employs like a couple of others there's like there's there's four of us that got kind of a best friends from school that go around with each other and all have like different all have like different jobs and yeah
0: <laughs> dude that's the way <laughs> to fun. do it man so okay so when you were in school with ed like you know yeah. you, you guys were hanging out then too like was he was he the guy that you know was like the singer and the, the you know the musician and like did you guys know what was gonna happen um nah
1: he 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 was always like into music and we also used to like gig with him i was in like a little band um and we used to do like little gigs you know to like 10 people together and we used to play together a lot. And then sort of he always just kept doing music, 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 and you could always see that kind of raw talent, but obviously you didn't expect it to ever get as big as it's got now. Like it is just crazy. now. No one could ever predict that really, like how big.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, What was your role in the band? I played bass. (laughs) Do you you ever wake up and say, man, if only we kept the band together.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ed, Ed was trying to persuade us to get the band back together to kind of support him on one of his Wembley gigs. Uh-huh. But I was like, no. I was like, I do not want to play. I, it's just too scary playing oh, in front of yeah. that many people.
0: <laughs> Going from not playing since high school or, or you know, since yeah. back in the day to playing in front of just thousands and thousands. That would be absolutely crazy. Yeah. So when, when you finished school up or when you finished high school, is that when you went out to New York for graphic design?
1: No, so I worked in, I did a university first for like three years and then, um, then went to London for four years. And then I was only in New York for six months, um, before I, um, left to go on, yeah, on tour with him.
0: So when you were, when you were doing university, you were doing graphic design or were you doing something else?
1: Yeah, I was studying graphic design all the way through.
0: What did you, what did you think you wanted to do at that point?
1: Uh, graphic design. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to mainly work on like packaging. So I ended up getting a job. I sort of, my tutor made me write a list of kind of um, 10 agencies that I wanted to work for. And then I sort of interned like doing a lot of free labor around like different agencies and then finally got like um, an internship at like this agency that I absolutely loved called design bridge. Uh And then I interned there for six months and then they offered me a full time job, which is pretty cool. I loved it. I worked for them in London for like three and a half years, four years. And then they asked me to go and work in their New York studio for a bit. And then I did that. And then, yeah. And then in New York, Christmas, I flew back from New York. And then sort of Ed was sort of like, like, if you're serious, let's do it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then yeah. I had to kind of go and tell, I uh, had to go back to work and like, sort of say like, yeah I've, yeah, I've been offered this and I can't really turn it down. But they were like, so cool about it. They were literally like, go, go and have fun and if you do if you fancy coming back then you know the door is already open for you but yeah yeah so cool. no
0: i was gonna ask if if that's how that conversation went if it was like you know i may come back after tour i don't know what's going on or if it was like hey i gotta go
1: yeah they've they've, they've said i can come back after tour but um some of them were like you're definitely not coming back I did you have any
0: <laughs> any experience at all shooting in a music venue or, or shooting a musician at all or, or not yet no
1: nothing Dude, that's so nothing.
0: awesome. I love that.
1: All I had was, like, an old film camera, and then I had, like, a <laughs> 350D. There was the Canon 350D that was, like, absolutely smashed to pieces. Like, <laughs> I, would, I used to carry that around on, like, little trips I'd go on, and that was all I had. And I kind of enjoyed, enjoyed photography. Like, I did it a little bit in college, and I basically – that was my kind of first into photography. We did, like, a photography course on, like, film and i basically went and like shot like abandoned warehouses you know kind of the cliche 16 year old college with a camera go and find like a you know load of graffiti and take photos of it
0: oh yeah <laughs> that,
1: was, that was the kind of first like stuff i would shoot and then we also had like a dark room at um college so we actually uh-huh. proper like processing which was a really really fun but then w- once i started doing graphics like full-time like i didn't really pick up the camera that much unless it was to like help towards a presentation or something like that so yeah
0: or like a trip or, or traveling
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: so i mean being being just a year in you know as the the primary you know thing in your life being a photographer like do you do you classify yourself as a photographer now or do you still tell people that you're a graphic designer that's just shooting now
1: um yeah that's a really tricky one like i still i don't know if i call myself a photographer yet i still I don't know. It's just another medium of like creativity, like graphic, you know, graphic design and photography, like you're still kind of creating, um, you know, creating an image or creating something. Um, So it's just just a kind of different medium of using rather than, you know, doing a six-month project for a piece of packaging or kind of having to shoot in one night and capture the essence of you know the energy and what's going on. in one night, it's very different, but it still feels kind of similar. Similar, if that makes sense.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, take take me back if you can to the the very beginning of tour and just kind of like lay lay the scene out. Like what what was it like, even even nerves wise? You know, like like starting yeah. starting off shooting and, and you know these giant these giant shows right off the bat. Like what was that like for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was pretty like pretty scary initially like because but there was no pressure from ed ed was sort of like you know didn't have and currently at the time didn't have a photographer really on tour so it was sort of like do what you kind of want to do and
0: mm-hmm.
1: we kind of had the uh, he always used to i don't know if you've seen before i started shooting for him but he, he would always take a iphone in his pocket and then on the last song he would take a picture of the crowd for oh, okay. yeah, yeah and then at, a, at the first gig i sort of said to him backstage i was like have you thought about you know i'll come up and take a picture of you with the crowd and then it's a bit more yes. kind of like Inclusive and you're actually there with them rather than you're just taking a photo of them, and that's when, I mean, that was scary. The first time I had to get on stage in front of like, what, I don't know how many people were at the Perth show, like seventy thousand people. In your three right. seconds, even though they were even though I'm wearing like all black, literally just like walking up there, he like <laughs> poses, I take a photo. I, my, I came off like my heart was absolutely oh, was going. Man. I can't, I can't believe he goes up there for like two hours and does what he does. It's crazy. So then, yeah, it was there was no kind of like. There was literally like no pressure at all, and then we tried. We kind of experimented with a few different things of like doing like Instagram layering, where we'd kind of like build a big collage, and then it'd have like videos and photos of backstage that all built in. But um, it didn't get quite get the. It didn't quite work as as well as we wanted it to, so we Mm -hmm. just kind of started then just doing the crowd shots, and then kind of backstage candid photos, and you know, and then it's obviously developed from there to now we'll upload like 10 photos per show of of, like the crowd shot and then we'll have like all the live ones as well i was doing them anyway but we weren't we weren't like using them like they were just getting edited and you know that some of them were going out to press releases and but then we started like putting more and more stuff on um his instagram which got like um pretty good pretty good like reviews and traction and views and stuff so yeah
0: yeah man so when you're when you're doing like when you're at a show are you just bouncing around constantly? Are you going, you know, in front yeah. of the stage, behind stage, backstage, and just getting everything <laughs> yeah, you can in that two hours?
1: Exactly, yeah. Like, literally, it's, like, constant shooting um, for that while he's up there. And, like, leading up to it as well, like, you know, when he's getting all his, his in-ears, like, put in and, like, backstage. And, like, because some of those photos when he's kind of contemplating about to go on stage and play in front, like, they're some of the, my favorite photos because you can kind of, there's that kind of he has this kind of sense of excitement and there's this kind of like build up of energy of the crowd that you can yeah. hear. And some of, some of my favorite photos have been like five minutes before we do the show. Really fun.
0: How many are you the one that goes through the photos? How many photos are you taking in a in a show? <laughs>
1: Take about because I do some some like I'm taking like about a thousand photos per show and okay. then I go through them afterwards because sometimes. When he's, like, jumping up on stage, I'll do, like, a burst. And then mm-hmm. other times I'll, just like, click it back and won't do a burst. And, but it's those burst shots. If he does, like, a lot of jumping around on stage, if he's, you know, feeling very energetic, like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I end up taking, like, 1,500 photos. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And also I started shooting. It was quite interesting because I didn't really know what I wanted. And my Canon old 350D, I was like, I'm leaving this at home. I'm not even going to, like, try and do what? Um, try and shoot Ed on it. Um, I just had a Fujifilm, like, X100F, you know, those kind of, like, fixed 35mm. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's, in Perth, that's what I started shooting him on. Um, no and I quickly realised, I quickly realised that <laughs> this it wasn't going to cut the mustard. <laughs> like, I needed something that was going to be a bit more... Uh, a bit more suitable for the shows.
0: How did you, how did you do research and, and figure out, you know, exactly the style that you wanted to capture with him and with that tour gear wise?
1: Well, gear wise, uh, one of the, uh, my friend, Nick, who also works on the tour, he's, he does all the backstage videos and like tour diary videos. He shoots on Sony and I'd like kind of researched Sony and um, kind of like loved some of the stuff that they, I got the new, a, um, a seven R Mark three
0: oh nice okay because those are great low so, light right
1: yeah so good for low light which is like perfect for kind of live photography um yeah. and it also meant because he was shooting on an a7s um it meant that we he had his lenses i had like i was going to get some lenses but it, it means that we can like you know we we've both got our camera bags at the front and we're kind of like you know swapping lenses like all the time it's quite fun like you know
0: yeah
1: <laughs> being able to do that oh
0: yeah um
1: yeah so that's what the camera went for and now and then slowly been but like, you know every now and then buying and treating myself to a new lens the reason i got the sony is just because low light shooting capabilities is just so good yeah, and they're so man. light as well like there's another guy on the tour that has uh he's like a rigger but he has like a canon uh setup and it's like twice as heavy as mine like it is and when you're like jumping around the stage for two hours trying to capture it it's like that can you know it, that, that you do have to kind of factor that in of like how light the mirrorless setup is
0: yeah, no, for sure. See, I'm a canon guy, but I'm dude, there's this like this weird like Sony gravitational pull that is like getting me really interested. And I shoot in low light quite a bit too. And and I feel like that's kind of like the next like if you saw me right now, I'm like putting my hands out, like I'm about to grab the Sony, like I'm I'm this close. <laughs> but I, yeah. You're I not to, the you're
1: not the first person that on the I've met a lot of other photographers, other artists on the road and they're all it's people yeah. who have gone Sony, or they're like contemplating it like you that
0: like something about it is yeah you know and it's sleek yeah. you know like can't like canons are great because like they feel they feel good and like like even just the yeah. way that the shutter like the shutter is just bright like i love how that sounds and feels and like it's bulky but the sony like the focusing on it is unreal and and the low light yeah. is great and it's lightweight and you know it just and looks it's good too
1: that orange like copper rim where the on the where the lens bolts on like yeah that is just, that's just yeah I want
0: that I want that <laughs> so have you have you seen like a, a noticeable change in uh, w- even within the tour from the beginning till now and your in your photos and kind of the style that you've been crafting more and more every night
1: yeah like massively like I've got um well not blowing my own trumpet but I've got you know I feel like I've got a lot better from the start like yeah um, you just kind of get you you know Once you're doing it every day, it's sort of, you just, obviously if you're doing something every day, you you just get better at it and you get quicker at it. And, you know, you you know where, like, the show is quite similar, which is, like, good in some ways because you kind of know, you know where he's going to stand or if he's going to run somewhere or if he's going to, you know, sometimes he'll just randomly change the the set listing and it will be, like, completely different and that's really cool. But you sort of get to know the show and, which, yeah, like I say, in some ways, like, really good, but other ways it can get like sometimes monotonous but then what I would do is that I'd say right now I'm gonna like shoot for the next half an hour I'm just gonna shoot on a fixed 50 mil and like that's not what I would normally do in that part of the show but then you kind of have to put yourself in interesting angles and interesting places to try and shoot with a lens that you wouldn't normally shoot with or um, which then kind of makes it um, you know like the show and I think your pictures more interesting because if you you know it'd be very easy just to capture the same sh- pictures every every night but obviously you need to make it different and but what does help with that is like the stadium is always different and the crowd always reacts different like there is a lot of different things to the show so yeah and it's just all about I think capturing that kind of essence and that feel
0: yeah, man, and I, I, dude, I totally agree with, with kind of getting out of your your comfort zone when it comes to lenses and and angles and things like that. Like even even out here, you know, when I shoot, sometimes I like to throw like an eighty five on something that needs to be landscape or, or just things that, yeah. that just change up the way that you 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 yourself would perceive them or just the way that your eye works and is is yeah. your style. It kind of just like throws this great little curveball, and who knows what can come out of it, which is which is awesome. Yeah, when it comes to to tour life. What what is that yeah. like? Like, what is you know what's the what's the travel life like out there?
1: Yeah, it, it, tour life is 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 the best. I mean, I get to travel the world with like four of my best friends um, and do a job on that tour like that I absolutely love. And you know, so I mean, for me, it's just I can't think of anything better. Like, I get to see the world and you know shoot the world and be it and do it with my like best friends as well, which is you know. Pretty cool.
0: <laughs> I know I'm pretty lucky, <laughs> <laughs> but dude, the fact that you guys are all friends, and I, I've seen the videographer that that you're talking about, your buddy. So I've yeah. seen him through your page, and then um, actually, real quick, I want to bring up uh, security Kev. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Yeah. So I uh, I did a little bit of research, and uh, I saw security Kev and how he once he got in and and you know became Ed's security guard. He instantly just had a ton of fun with Instagram, and one of the things yeah. I saw too is he gives you shit sometimes for for passing you in <laughs> followers, which I thought was hilarious.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he basically he he's been a security guard for well for like five years, I think. But it was only the last I started up my Instagram, and then um, obviously I got like a certain amount of followers, and then um, we I can't remember where we were. I think we were out for dinner one night, and Kevin was just thought "I could I could get more followers than you in like." a day or two days (laughs) or something like that, and I was like oh god man dare you and then obviously yeah he did yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. and now he's got nearly a million followers which is quite funny but it's hilarious now because he sort of I think he sort of likes and hates it at the same time like sometimes when we're not with like he'll be walking around and people will start asking him for selfies and I just think that's (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think that's so funny. Oh, but now, man. yeah, it's backfired on him. And now he's not, like – he's not the security guard that hides in the wings anymore. He's sort right. of, like, very present. Dude, that's
0: yeah, awesome. And I think that is one really cool thing with with you guys and, you know, all – like, the whole team is – it really feels like you guys are just having fun constantly. And, like, you guys are all yeah. buds and, like, everything is just, you know, super fun. So, like, when, when you yeah. guys are traveling and going from city to city, it seems like you have a lot of downtime to – to not necessarily like be shooting everything, but do you have time to kind of like you know peek out and and go out for an hour in these cities and bring your camera and kind of shoot shoot other things?
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I, I like I mean sometimes we're like in the cities or sometimes we're staying out, but like always try and make sure I get out of my camera and stuff and try and you know even if we just go to a bar and I sit there with my camera for a little bit. Like that's what I did last night. Went to yeah. a bar and I just took, I just took my Fuji film out with me because it's obviously a little bit less um, in your face than the taking the big sony out but yeah just like, like just like carrying it ca- having it with me the whole time i think that like the best thing about the tour as well is that the whole of ed's touring crew it's not even just like us friends like ed tries to like he makes time for everyone and make sure like his whole touring crew are having fun and like they all came to his birthday party and, like it's not like us and them like he makes it a point of like there's you know we're all like a big it's like a big family it's really cool
0: one one thing I do dig about your work too, that the the other things other than Ed, because they're sprinkled in, like they're hard, they're hard to find. But if I if I'm on your Instagram, I can find them. Is yeah. for, for one, I feel like you you haven't been at least like putting photos out through through his Instagram or through that Instagram account for for too long. And and what I really noticed in your work that I love, like the non-ed work, is that you aren't trying to cater to this Instagram. Uh, this Instagram grid game, you know, like these photos are 100% like purely you and you aren't copying yeah. them any different for Instagram. You aren't, you know, you aren't trying to make them like, you know, it's something that will get a ton of likes. Like these things like are organically your photos. Are you, are you finding that you're, you're kind of finding a style other than music photography that, that you really dig yeah. a lot, like landscapes or, or people?
1: I, I've, I've been, actively trying to do that as well because obviously when I because I wasn't a like a photographer before I started this, like my Instagram was very, very quickly becoming like ed and music shooting heavy. Um mm-hmm. yeah. So I've kind of like really tried to like change that. And like so I did I went to Kenya for three weeks just on a trip um with some friends and you know really tried to, you know, have a look at landscapes and like even like shooting animals, like just like totally things that I haven't done before. Um and you sort of, you know, try trying to like find a style within that as well as shooting like live photography because I think my live my live photography is I always like to capture like movement and energy. I find kind of like static images I kind of very rarely, if it's just kind of like singing the mic and not moving, I even though um, you know there it's a nice photo. I I very rarely. Really put them up on mine or his Mm because I quite I just I like capturing that energy that that show has so to then go to do landscapes I was still I was a bit kind of um I was like how's this going to work then how can you kind of make this interesting rather than obviously it's beautiful a beautiful scenery or an animal or something but it's like it's just there it's just stood there so (laughs) I don't know I had to try and I don't know had to really try and like think about how I wanted to shoot it and what I actually wanted to just you know show and yeah. So like the, for instance, like for the elephant that was shooting, like that one was when we were driving past and it was kind of like, it actually roared at us, that elephant, like it no went way. a Like it was actually quite scary. And then the driver like hucked it down. But then, but I don't know if that is, that's not really captured in the image, but then I didn't mind using that image because I would look at it and then I would remember like, you know what that was like. And yeah, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I'm definitely finding my seat with it. Um, but it's definitely a, it's a massively steep learning curve, like, but I'm, you know, every day I use my camera, I love it more and more. So, um, yeah,
0: yeah. onwards and
1: upwards. I don't know what the next steps are, but...
0: <laughs> well, and like, what a dude! What a cool situation too to be able to see as much as you as you have, and to be able to like, you know, like see elephants one day, and then the next week, you know, you're in a lake and in some crazy city, like or some crazy town, like you know, like you just get to go around so many places and really just experience travel like no one, no one else, you know, and and to be able to yeah. have your camera through that process has got to be a blast.
1: Yeah, it's so good being able to capture it all. I mean, you still don't capture half of it, like.
0: <laughs> oh so yeah many different things that like yeah no for sure crazy. well because you you have the days to do this and then at night you know you guys go in probably like yeah what, like six six to seven to, to get ready for the show
1: yeah exactly leaving at five thirty today in like three hours
0: and now, where are you guys going next you're, wait so you're in uruguay now
1: yeah you're going now we've got the show tonight and then tomorrow um or the next day we're flying to argentina nice, to man. uh buenos aires and then after then when we're flying back to london um, and then we've got like a couple of weeks, uh, home in London and then, um, we're off to South, uh, South Africa and then round to Asia.
0: <laughs> no way, How, And you guys are getting out by uh private jet, private plane?
1: Oh no, we we fly like, um, we normally fly normal. And then sometimes we, if we like need to be somewhere, if it's going to be like mad busy, like, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll, go on the jets.
0: And then do you do, do you do bus when you're, when you're doing close stuff like city to city?
1: Um, no, nah, because cause it's stadium. It's um, uh, yeah. it's not kind of like when the arena tours. It's sort of like you drive to arena, you set up the day, you do the show, you take down, then you drive to another arena. Whereas the stadiums take you know a good two or three days to set up. So yeah. um, we're kind of all in um, kind of hotels or houses or whatever.
0: When does the tour kind of wrap up?
1: The Tour ends the end of August. Oh, um, August. And then, oh, you
0: got some time. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So got and um, got up till then, and then. Yeah,
0: I'm not sure. Yeah, I need to decide what I want to do afterwards. Like. <laughs> yeah, see, that's that's what I want to talk about too, right? Because it's uh, you're also yeah. in a very interesting gig where, you know, I mean, what made like let's be real? Because for one, because your shots are are incredible, and I feel like you've met oh, so you. many people at this point that it's going to be up to you what you want to do after. Because I'm sure you can either jump on tour with someone else, or you can pursue. Yeah. You know, you're a different kind of photography for the meantime until Ed, you know, yanks you back on tour. Have you thought much about what's going to happen?
1: I think, I think, um, I, I think I want to go, I want to find another artist to uh, tour with. Because I obviously, I want to, like, it'd be a different experience as well because it'd be really interesting to shoot someone that isn't one of my best friends. Um, yeah. And like, because Ed just does, doesn't care about me shoving a camera in his face and that's <laughs> kind of nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, also, he trusts me. It's like, you know, I'm not gonna do it, like put any stupid photos up or you know make him look like an idiot or but so it'll be quite interesting to work with another artist that I don't have that kind of like uh, relationship or bond with and um see if I like it as much as I do at the moment, <laughs> I guess yeah,
0: but you're a friendly yeah. guy, I feel like I feel like being friendly like it like you are is is you know everyone's gonna get along with you, and everyone's eventually gonna be you know just as cool with the lens being an inch away from their eyeball,
1: yeah, I guess you know? I think that's what you need, isn't it?
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so you're going – you said you said you go up to Asia soon? Or are you going uh... – Yes,
1: yeah, so we're going to South uh, Africa next. So we're going to play Johannesburg and Cape Town. And then we're going up to Asia, um, going back to Japan, which is, like, my favorite place in the world. I absolutely love it there.
0: Um, have you been? Yeah, I have been. I went last year, actually. It was great.
1: Yeah, absolutely yeah. loved it. It's, like, so cool for shooting, but also – everyone's lovely and the food's amazing and yeah
0: do you remember terrible, w- yeah. what what parts did you uh were you in in japan
1: um i can't remember oh, oh, we, okay. we, we, oh we stopped we started in Osaka and then we went to Tokyo yes um, okay and and then i spent my mean bur- it was my birthday we the tour finished and then me and my friend Lauren stayed for another two weeks and um just traveled around
0: uh, to loads of different places. Yeah, man, dude, it is absolutely unreal. I would, I would love to go back again soon. I went last year yeah. and, and we did like the Tokyo, Osaka. Um, we went down did we found this, uh, we found this place that we, we, didn't know before we were, you know, going to Japan that we were going to end up here, but there's this Izu yeah. peninsula, which is like really, really South, like way, way South. And you have to get there by train. It's like a train and two buses, and by the second bus, like there's there's absolutely no English anywhere, like nowhere, yeah, <laughs> and no one speaks it at all either, like at all where we yeah. went. So yeah. we we finally end up in this place called uh, Minima Izu, which is like way way down there, and mm-hmm. uh, and we showed up, and there was one guy on the beach, like one awesome like little dude walking around, and he comes up to us, he's like, hi, we're like, hey, what's going on? He's like how did you find us? <laughs> he like, how did essentially like, how did you find like our little town? And we told him like, we just used Google maps and like, we just tracked it. And there was one Airbnb. Like there was only one that was in this yep. little place. And I guess it was brand new. Cause when we got there, the guy was still like hammering doors on this Airbnb that he built. And, <laughs> and dude, they, it was, it was such a cool experience to get like way out of Tokyo and like get way out of the city and just yep. be like in the Japan countryside. And there was like a little tiny private you know ocean cove and there was probably one to two people tops on it over the weekend my girlfriend and i were out there uh there was there that's was mad. one restaurant in town like one tiny restaurant we actually we got we got kicked out of the first one we walked into immediately um pro- <laughs> yeah, honestly,
1: some, some of them they just don't like yeah unless, yeah unless you're local they'll just be like no you're not eating here huh? that's exactly what happened
0: yeah. yeah so there there was that there was a restaurant there there was there was two there. There was a, a little meat shop across the street. There was a vegetable shop next to that. There was a bunch of onsens around there, like maybe the two or three, and that was it. It's a tiny little quiet yeah. town. It was incredible. But yeah, no, Japan, Japan is unreal.
1: Yeah, I had a similar thing in um in Japan. It was uh we got this train down out of Tokyo like for like an hour. Called um we came to this like beach town called Kamakura. Uh huh. And it was it was similar. It was, like, it was probably a bit bigger than the one you were talking about, but like very very local and yeah. We basically found this airbnb and again they were still like building it like there was, like two <laughs> yeah. rooms finished and they were like yeah and then we found this like one little bar and then the guy the barman didn't speak a word of english and, yeah and all we just sat there in this bar like all night using google translate on our phones just, yeah like, having this conversation with him and google translate actually works really well dude it's unreal and, and we were just we literally drank uh, whiskey till the early hours just in with this with this guy and we're drinking with him as well because he was it was like a tuesday night there was no one yeah. in there, like and it was just us and we just yeah and oh, then man. the next day the next day we were like oh what should we do today let's um and i was like oh let's go and you know there was like some windsurfing happening on the beach and i was like uh-huh. let's go and let's go and learn to windsurf
0: <laughs> <So>
1: we <laughs> rocked up with this we rocked up with this lesson we like, booked this lesson and then like we turned up like an hour later and then the guy's just talking like Japanese, and we're like, I kind of look at Lauren, and I'm like, oh, Lauren, he's teaching us in Japanese, and then oh. he, sort of, he sort of says, like, he's talking about like all the wind patterns and what you should do and what you should do. Yeah, like, I can tell why he's like drawing on a whiteboard.
0: Yeah, and he's he kind of saying like, too cat- windy today, too windy today.
1: <laughs> yeah, he like catches our eye, and he's like, oh, um do you understand? And we're like, we just start laughing, and we're like, oh no, sorry. um And then he sort of like asks anyone speaks. Uh, English in the group, and then the group was like 15 of us or something. And there was this one like um, American girl that spoke Japanese and English, so like she then came over and like translated for us, frankly, like what not to do and how to not be die and how to be rescued yeah. if you need.
0: Yeah, ag- see.
1: <laughs> Which is, the, is which is the information that we kind of really needed.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the important stuff to know. No, I love it out there for sure. Have you have you gone? Uh, have you had any, any other places like in particular that you know really blew you away that you traveled to? Um, I mean, it's all been
1: uh, amazing. But, but this this year we're going to uh, Iceland uh, and yeah. we're going to Russia, and they're the two ones I'm like really really looking forward to. Um, yeah. Absolutely can't wait to do those.
0: Yeah, like especially Russia too. That that's pretty wild. No,
1: no yeah, I think it's I think it's yeah, I think it's gonna be pretty cool. Drink lots of like vodka and eat caviar.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have vodka <laughs> for like breakfast out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Dude, Iceland will be cool too. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been?
0: No, no, no. I'm trying to get out there, but it's like a yeah. you know, it's a whole it's a whole deal, and I'm trying to figure out uh, what time of year I want to go. That's the main thing. Yeah, because
1: that that's really that it really depends what type of thing you want to shoot uh, yeah like what time of year isn't it so i haven't mean, i haven't actually even looked at when we're going there but i know we're going there this year at some point
0: but you you haven't I'm been sure, there yet sure. right
1: no no never been there no that's just one of the places this year that's gonna be really uh, cool dude
0: you're gonna have a field day with the camera you're gonna love that yeah
1: and then um and then the end of the tour is in our little like about it's our local like big town called ipswich like uh-huh. where you know we grew. Group- me and Ed and grew up there, from there like thirty minutes away from there, and that's where he's no ending way. the whole whole Divide tour. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty
0: cool, dude. That's yeah. gonna be crazy, man. You guys are gonna have so many friends and family out for that.
1: Yeah, he's playing four four shows in a row for that. So four,
0: four shows in a row. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah.
1: To, to, to end it,
0: dude. Does he just have like <laughs> the, like incredible stamina when it comes to these shows and these these turnaround times?
1: Four shows, four shows really take it out of him. You kind of really notice, like yeah he's yeah disgusting he's he still like, like does the show like he normally would but you just he comes off the stage and you just see uh, how he's you know he's he's very tired he's gone yeah. he's a goner
0: i bet you're tired too after four shows
1: <laughs> not as tired as him
0: <laughs> <laughs> man well yeah. dude zach dude i i appreciate you coming on man thanks uh
1: no, thanks thanks for having me it's been cool to chat
0: yeah, for sure. I hope uh, I hope if, you know if we cross paths and if you come out to towards Los Angeles and and do a show on, yeah, yeah. on either his tour or another tour or your next yeah, tour, yeah, it'll
1: be the it'll be the ne- it'll be the next tour. I'm sure. It'll be the
0: next tour. We'll link up for sure. So uh, how people can find you is at Zachary Walters on Instagram, right? So Z A K A R Y W A L T E R S, Zachary Walters. Cool. And then um, do you have do you have a website yet?
1: Uh, website's off offline at the moment. It's getting rebuilt as we speak. Okay, uh, so cool. it'll be up. It'll be up uh, in a couple of months,
0: I'm sure. Okay, sweet man, cool. So if they
1: follow me, if anyone wants to follow me on Instagram, I'll, I'll post to our website coming when it comes, and I'll send you. An email, I'll send. I'll drop you a message as well.
0: Yeah, definitely <laughs> do that for sure. Um, man, have a good rest of the tour. Safe travels. Thank you. Uh, get into you get into some trouble, but not too much. Just a little bit, just a fun trouble.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: and, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, dude. Well, uh, well, thanks again for for coming on. I'll I'll, I'll talk to you soon.
1: Yeah, sweet you man.
0: That'll do it guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Zach. I appreciate you as well. Uh, I hope you guys like that. You can find Zach at Zachary Walters on Instagram. He has a website coming soon. And uh, yeah, you can find us at Darkroom. You can find me at Dane Diener. And uh, yeah, you guys, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And as always, we will see you next week.